You're listening to the Power Platform People podcast on the CRM Audio Network with the bearded CRM guy Ian Connolly and the Mark Christie. The guys will take you on a journey of the Power Platform community. Here we go. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe to the podcast with your favorite app and check out crm.audio for information on all the other shows on the network. Hello and welcome back to, yeah, I forgot the name of this podcast already. Yeah, you fucked it last time, so it's all good. <laughs> the Power Platform People podcast, that, that's what we'll go for. Right. So there's me and we've got Ian and we have a special guest today. Well, I say special, we've got a guest anyway. <laughs> we do we have, have a guest and he didn't even rise to the bait to bring himself in there. What's he wanting? Like a formal introduction, like bagpipes and a drummer to bring him on? Oh, am I supposed to bring myself in? I didn't know. I didn't know I was waiting. I didn't know what the moment was, where the cue was. <laughs> I just uh, I was supposed to stay silent while he said I wasn't special or if I was supposed to respond. Oh, no, there's, there will be a lot of baiting. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Anybody who doesn't recognize the voice as John Levesque, Levesque? Levesque, yes, sir. Same as Triple H. That S is tricky. It's silent. The same as Triple H. Yeah, exactly. Paul Levesque. We are, we're like eighth cousins or something. I did the research. Actual, yeah. Was that like on Ancestry.com or did you just make that up? No, no, no. I totally made it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's, it's one more than the seven degree of separation, so no one's ever going to question it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I was actually halfway through WhatsApp and you a list of wrestling tickets I wanted for the next six months. <laughs> you know, it's pretty funny. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I had I made a friend in school for that very reason because he believed I was related to Triple H and he thought I could get him wrestling tickets. And funny enough, like eventually I told him like, "Yeah, dude, I can't get you any tickets." And and he was like, "Oh, that's cool." And we became best friends, anyways. Brilliant. <laughs> so that's that's so, like the whole evolution there. Like it, it was. That's almost like a you need a movie voiceover for that. It was a friendship made in wrestling. <laughs> it became real life. So this, real life pod- to me. <laughs> this podcast could totally pivot. So are you into wrestling or have you just have you grown out of that now? Uh, I, I haven't watched wrestling in ages. Uh, I was a huge fan as a kid. I mean, don't get me wrong, like WWF, I, it was for me, not WWE, this new stuff. Or now it's just WW, right? It was the WWF, man. Like, I, I mean, I, my guy, I, I, I'm a, a little bit afraid to admit it, but it was like Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, he was yep. the dude. He was. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't watched in ages. It's uh, I, I grew out of it, I think. You should never grow out of it. I mean, me and Ian, it's about a year since we've actually gone to the wrestling. We we still go. Nice. Um, We were going to like a whole bunch of independents and stuff like that, up and down the UK, traveling for it, not just local. Dude, that's (laughs) awesome. I mean, it's been about a year or so since we have been anything, so we might have to... It probably has been, to be fair. We have to wait another year before we go anywhere else. I, I picture you guys saying that you're going to visit these things, but in real life, you're like a secret tag team duo. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like the masked <laughs> bumblebees. Yeah. Or leave me masks. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. I don't know no, if you can or not. I can't comment. <laughs> Now we are. We will be really honest. We actually did look at custom lucha masks for, for the event. 
Oh just in God. general. Like awesome. I keep I keep doing it. I keep looking at them and I'm like, I want one, but I just don't know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to see you host an event in a luchador mask. So it's actually quite ironic. We're I should be right this moment getting a lucha libre tattoo on my arm right now, but it got cancelled. Oh that God was due to be done today. We won't go into why it's cancelled, so we don't go to open that can of worms. Yeah, let's try and avoid that, and let's bring a little yeah. bit more lightheartedness to this at the moment. We yes. all know we're all Microsoft-related, etc., but actually, let's just chat gaming, computer games. Let's bring it right back. What was your first console or game or machine or something? Oh, man, I was five years old. And it was the regular Nintendo with Super Mario. And I, I literally still remember going in the car with my grandmother and my aunt to go to Toys R Us to get my Nintendo. Like, I still remember it. It's a, it's a pivotal moment in my life because gaming has become a massive, massive part of my journey. It's original NES. Back to Duck Hunt and stuff as well after that then. <sighs> Is that what they had the big scope thing? Was that the NES? Did that have the big? So that was the Super Nintendo that had that uh, rocket launcher thing. So like the original NES, if I'm right, had just a it looked like a Buck Rogers style laser gun. Yeah, yeah, for Duck Hunt. Yeah, for Duck Hunt. But then when they went to the SNES, the Super Nintendo, they brought out the thing that looked like a bazooka. Yep, exactly. Jeez, and then what was that bazooka for? There was a certain game that yeah, it I can't remember. I can't remember it either. You were I remember and like I remember spaceships. standing in boots, so like one of the local stores in the town centre as a kid, to get a shot of this crazy ass bazooka gun thing. Yes. And I have no idea what it was for. See, I for some reason Star Fox springs into mind for some reason. I don't know oh, why. That was uh Super Nintendo as well. Star Fox was on Super Nintendo, but it wasn't the bazooka. Uh I played no, the hell out of Star Fox. Me and my dad, man, we spent hours playing that game together. He he played very few games with me in my life. Uh but Star Fox was like where a, a game he would sit down and just get into for hours. Okay, so it was the Nintendo Super Scope. And yes. it had its own Super series Scope of six. six games. Yep. And it was called the Six because it had six games built into it. Okay. There we go. You know, the other yes. thing I had for, I'm, I'm not really a Nintendo person, right? But the other thing that I've actually had the privilege of using in my adult life, not even as a kid, do you ever, do you ever see or even remember the Power Glove? Yes, I had one. <laughs> I had so one. So ridiculous. One of my mates bought one. I'm talking like in the last 10 years bought one paid a stupid amount of money for it as well and it's the most ridiculous thing ever in the world yeah it's basically like a marigold glove oh, wow. a marigold <laughs> yeah, glove just it. with the with a joypad stuck on the back of it <laughs> yep that is some crazy shit. It, you know, <laughs> like, it, it, looks, it looks amazing and like it's it, it looks so futuristic and ahead of its time, but if we're being really honest, it was a shit controller. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, I, it didn't it was in work a movie well at it was, all. It was a particular movie it was in as well, and the guy was playing it and he was like the badass. He was a guy that if Twitch was existing back then, he'd be like number one Twitch, he'd have completed it three times over and be taking all your all your monetary value. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you guys? What was your first? What was your first system? First game? First system that I really remember having as a kid. Right, this is going back in the day. Is a ZX Spectrum with a tape drive. Whoa! Way, way, way back. I remember coding a little bit on it and getting a wee guy to run across the screen. No idea what I was doing. It was just a book. Type this. Type this. And I wanted a console because my mates had Atari 2600s and stuff. And uh, my dad bought me a Commodore 64. Nice. Which was cool. And then we went to Amiga. And we had a master system with Alex Kidd built in. That game was amazing. Now, when you say master system, we I think we in America, we call that... The, the Genesis. Se- Sega Genesis, right? right yeah, right. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's the same thing. So, yeah, exactly. So it was a master system, and then you'd do... No, the Genesis was the Mega Drive, was it not? Yeah, yeah, the Mega Drive was a Genesis. Uh, so the master system, the master system 2, and then the Mega Drive, I think. Okay. Which was the Genesis, and then you had the one that was a CD-ROM. So the master system was the Genesis and the CD-ROM, right? It was the when they were together, wasn't it? No, so no the master no, no. system was the, the basic one, so... Okay. Uh, Sega Master System. What is what is the internet say it was? It's the eight bit home version for the British one. Boom, 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 boom. So in the US, it was called. No, no, it does look like it was. Uh, it was called the Sega, Sega Mark Three, Mark Two. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so I remember I had a Genesis, I had and I had a Sega CD, and uh, so I went from Super Nin- or Nintendo to Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo to Nintendo sixty four, Nintendo sixty four. I also got the Sega and the Sega CD at the same time because they were out together, and then from there I went to PlayStation and PlayStation two, and then I went to Xbox, and that began my. I've only done Xbox and PC since then. Now. I'm not talking about PC, but I built my very first PC when I was 16 so I could play this game called Urban Terror, which was a Quake 3 mod. And I probably spent like 10,000 hours in that game, which is ridiculous, but it's true. I'm glad you said hours and not pounds or something. I thought you were going to say $10,000 when you were 16. I was like, geez, man. No. Oh, I did spend, I I made actually, so here's a funny story. Uh, I actually made about $8,000 from playing a video game one time. Uh, There was this game called Lineage 2 and I was one of the very first characters on it and I played it every hour of every day. And so I had one of the very first characters on the server that got to level 40 uh, and I actually sold that character for about 4,000 bucks. And then uh, I did it again. I went and I made another character and I played that one to level 75 and I got it all sorts of crazy gear and all sorts of stuff. And I sold that one for 4,000 bucks too. That's not bad. See, I've never done anything like that other than I remembered not that long ago that I had a Steam account from when Steam first was created. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I've got anything in it. Yeah, I don't even have any games on it. <laughs> I thought I might have something that somebody might have wanted, like because it's got such a legacy. Yeah, it's was like no points, nothing. Because we're not even having it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it wasn't the best use of my time. If we look at the hours I put in to make that four thousand bucks, like I probably made like a dollar an hour or something like that. But what age were you so, at the time you were doing it though? I was oh uh, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen. So, so it was a good use of time like, at that point, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good back then, actually. 
But when I started off, my first one was an Amiga 500. Okay. So I was a, and again, for, I don't know why, but my dad got it from Boots. I don't know if Boots <laughs> were the place to buy it. Boots I mean, is actually a pharmacy, right? Boots is a chemist. Yeah. So it's, yeah, Boots is a chemist. It's kind of, I suppose, the next thing you have to it is probably like uh, Walgreens. Okay, interesting. So it's like, yeah, to- totally random. So, yeah, Amiga 500, then a 500 plus, then a 600. And then we got a CD32, which was like the CD version mm-hmm. of it. Um, what did it go from there? I kind of went from that to... I got a PlayStation, so I never had a SNES or a Mega Drive. I had totally missed them out. Got a PlayStation, got an Xbox, and I can't remember at what point the Dreamcast came along. I got a Dreamcast as well. So Dreamcast is before Xbox. Was it? Oh yeah, it was in the Xbox. It was right around that PlayStation Two era. Yeah, because the Dreamcast failed basically in the in the UK market. It was big in Japan, but it failed over here. Yeah, Ready to Rumble Boxing was the good one. That's the one oh I can Oh my remember. God, that was the best. I loved that game. Oh my God, I can't believe that. I totally forgot about that game until you mentioned it. Did you ever play it, Ian? Yes. It is one of the games as soon as you mentioned the same thing. You're like, no way. Yeah, man, that was such a good game. There must be a clone of that somewhere. I bet there is. And if there's not, I feel like now we need to hunt one down. Like there's someone somewhere has to be able to make that. Yeah, that must be on an emulator somewhere. Like somebody's got that on the Raspberry Pi. So just having a wee look here at like the top 10 listed Dreamcast games of all time. So you've got your Ready to Rumble Boxing, Sega Bass Fishing. Oh, man. <laughs> um, now, here's one for you. This is the first Tony Hawk came out on the Dreamcast. Oh, interesting. I only got introduced to Tony Hawk on the PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just looking, there are some games that are a bit, I didn't realize they were out on that. Virtual t- Virtua Tennis. Okay. And, oh, Crazy Taxi. Yes. Oh my God. Don't you remember that game as like simultaneously terrible and also fun? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, yeah. it was like the Ridge Racer was good. I mean, I loved Ridge Racer, but this was Ridge Racer stroke just knocking people down. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I loved Crazy Taxi. It's funny though, because when I think back on it, I think, oh my God, what a terrible game. But oh, what a fun game at the same time. Yeah. It was just Ridge Racer was very you're racing and you're gonna win this race, whereas Tracy Taxi was just yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. Which kind of so ended in, in the Xbox Burnout, didn't it? Yeah, it was Burnout, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, Burnout. Now Burnout with the crash mode, that was like where they made you crash on purpose to get points. I yeah. loved that. Yeah. <gasps> Destruction Derby. <laughs> Man, that game, I, so my first PlayStation, it was weird. So my first PlayStation, I got like five games with it. I got Pro Evo, Pro Evo, Destruction Derby, um, Pro Evo, Destruction Derby, Worms, I think was one of them, Crash Bandicoot. There was like loads of little games like that, but, oh, Destruction Derby, the amount of hours I've wasted on that. And you can actually get it if you've got a PlayStation or like a PS, the Wii, 
consoles, you can still get Destruction Derby. The original version for it is amazing. He is a on your goal. Have you tried to go back and actually play any old games? Because I've done it recently. I bought a couple like classic, classic games thinking, oh my God, it'd be so fun to play through these again. And then I start playing them and I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. I yes. do it all the time. So I quite often buy like a retro pie, a retro pie. So I bought a SNES Retro Pie with a USB SNES controllers, loaded on all my Amiga games, MAME stuff, and I played Speedball 2, and I played Sensible Soccer and Cannon Fodder, and that was about it. But those games were the staple of my childhood, so yeah, it was good. Okay, all right, right on. I I feel like like I downloaded um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which was a fantastic game. If you guys have never played it, that is a masterpiece for its time. But I I downloaded it, and I went to go play it again the other day. And I sat down, and I really gave it a good effort for about 13 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Until I just decided, I can't do this. It's too old. It's it's just not right. It doesn't feel right anymore. I don't know. I had to, and, and so it sucks. I paid, you know, thirteen bucks or whatever to download it on the iPad. I hooked up my Xbox controller to it, so it felt like you know it originally <laughs> felt, and it just still was too wrong. One of my friends at the tail end of last year built his his kid sucks, so he built him basically an arcade machine, so like all full size. Got all the buttons on the, the like two player buttons, everything. Put a Raspberry Pi on it with all the games on. It. I was so excited to go and play it. Loaded it up, and I'm like, I can't play this. I can't play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on this. I can't do it. This is horrible. <laughs> so much <laughs> effort, right? so much hype around it, and suddenly you're just like, no, this is just shit. This is ruining right. my childhood dreams. <laughs> yeah, the nostalgia is is special, right? But the actuality of it is like disappointing. Yes. Yeah, I I don't know because I mean I went back and played so, so other games that I played when I was younger were Lemmings. Yes, oh now, my Lemming god! So when I before I moved house when I was about ten or twelve, um, my dad actually painted a lemming scene on my wall. Like he was, I can't remember where he was working, but he was able to print out like big templates. <laughs> stuck them to the wall and painted it. I mean, I've been trying to find pictures of this for years, but it was like all the lemmings falling from the sky holding their umbrellas. It was, oh, honestly, it was amazing. But lemmings, um, Monkey Island, did you ever play any of the Monkey Island? Monkey Island's amazing, Guybrush Seatbrood, all the way. That's the one. Um, I, I never played it. Really? You, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's actually one game I'd encourage you to go back and play. I, I remember on the Amiga, it was 12 discs. Yes. Oh my and god! And the Amiga had only one disc, unless you were fortunate enough to have. No, you had two, two or three. It only had one disc drive, unless you could plug them in, and you and you were able to serial daisy chain them all together. Yep. I had three disc drives. It was the best thing ever. I was like, "This is amazing, big pimping." I don't need to change discs all the time. But <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> RPG based game. You are. A, a guy's trying to be a pirate, you need to go around stealing boats, getting the ladies, yeah. okay. sword fighting, but you sword fight with insults. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. You need to know the right response to it, but it was it was like one of these things where to counteract piracy back in the day, they had a, a disc that you would spin, so that it would give you one slag, and you had to spin like a paper disc, so that it would. This is their attack, and this would be your answer back to it. I'm just going to say, my bit of card was more like a list written out. I yep. won't say why, but that's kind of what it looked like. Okay. <laughs> but that was I an mean, amazing game. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. I'm, I'm surprised you missed that one because like, there's the secret of Monkey Island, the curse of Monkey Island, and they actually brought a new version out about, oh God. I want to say they brought a version out in the last five or six years. I think on. they've remade it a few times as well. Like They've, they've kind of modernised it a little bit and brought it forward. So to I be honest, it. I yeah, also think uh, I'm also pretty sure in my head that Pirates of the Caribbean, the movie, is, is sort of loosely based on it. Yeah, it probably is because it just feels so familiar if you watch one of their movies. Exactly, like gotcha. oh yeah, that's him breaking out of jail because he's got some of the grog that they drink and he's poured it in the lock, and then the door the lock melts because the stuff's so horrible. I mean, that's probably that's a bit of like rumple mints or something like that. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you had any yet? No, 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 but I can see me hitting it this weekend because of where okay. we are right now. <laughs> good, good. I think you should. It'll kill all the germs. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hey, I got a good question for you guys here related to gaming. If you had to pick like one game or game series that was the most influential in your whole life, what would it be? Fuck. I've got two that spring in mind. I okay, have we'll two as well. We'll right, you were your first one then, Ian. So my first one in my sort of adult life, etc., that's that's got me right back into gaming, right back into consoles, is Halo. Master Chief, absolutely love yeah. him. Mm. Yeah. That was one of mine as well. My, one of mine was Halo. Uh, the other one was Resident Evil. Oh, that was now, a great series, man. The early games, especially, I feel like they. I played all of those. Yeah. So, so Resident, I think the, the reason it's a bit special to me as well, it was the first ever game that I completed start to end. You stuck with? Yeah, that I actually, because I mean, a lot of games, yeah, I'll play it and I'll get bored. So, yep. like the first Resident Evil, getting on the subway and getting out of the, out mm-hmm. from under the building, that was like the first time I'd ever got and completed a game. Nice. So yeah, I mean, and it's good because they're still bringing versions out of it, of it now. So it's like, yeah, I'll take that one. All right, and so Ian, what's your other one? Halo and Gears. Gears, okay. Gears of War. I, I, two yeah. very similar games. I just love that style of game. Gears of War is probably one of the big ones for me, where online gaming became a big thing, yeah. uh, and 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 playing co-ops, etc., and the whole kind of element four v four. I played online before where it was over like dial-up, playing Duke Nukem, Doom. Man, there's a game, Duke Nukem. But yeah, Gears of War. Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2, actually. The Half-Life series, the Half-Life series probably has to come in there as well. But disappointingly, even like I seen the message from you earlier today, John, about, is it Half-Life Apex or something like Uh, that? Yeah, uh, Alex. Alex, and I just thought, yeah. is this another one where they're pretending they're going to bring out Half-Life 3? No, so this, is, 
this is like a full so it's full vr you have to have a vr headset to play it um but it's it's not half-life 3 but it is a full like 20 hour game so i mean i'm i'm pretty excited about it i downloaded it last night i haven't tried it yet so i i'm I'm, i'll let you guys know how it is yeah i mean i think half-life 2 was the first online game i ever played I'm pretty sure Half Life, like the, the Half Life Two Deathmatch thing. Yeah, that's the one. Yep, Deathmatch. Nice. Yeah, nice. So, what's your series then? What's the one that that you can uh, play? I think I have two of them. I mean, I definitely have way more. Uh, I could probably name five when I was thinking of the question that came right to mind. But my top two, funny enough, they're both single player series. Uh, the first one is the Mass Effect series. Mass Effect One, Two, and Three, not Andromeda. Let's just leave it at the original three games. Um, but those three games to me, like that was a masterpiece. The yeah. the way that they connected the games together where the decisions I made in the first game had an effect in the second game and the decisions I made in the first two moved on to the third, how the people that I had die, you know, didn't show back up in the story, how the world was just it needed me, it felt like. And and I've played through that series actually six times now all three games so i played through the first one obviously one time and then the second one i played through the first one again when the second one came out and then i played through the first and second again when the third one came out and then when all the dlcs happened along the way they would make me replay them again and so effectively i've done the whole series six times um but it was pretty funny. It was the only game that ever made me emotional. Like at the end of the third game, I felt like I had I, I I had tears. Like when it all ended, when it all came to a conclusion, I actually like felt something from it. All these characters, this whole story, this epic saga I had been through, it just it, it meant something to me. It was funny, and so the same way you know, like I finish very few games. Uh, this was one where I finished it and finished it again and again and again, just because of that effect it had on me. Okay, I've never. I'm just having a wee look at it now. I don't think I ever played it. It's an awesome Man. game, actually. I've never it's, completed it. I've never stuck to it in that same way, but it does make me want to go back to it. Oh, it's so good! If you, uh, the first game is now. You know, it was made in 2007, and so right now I went back to play it again recently, and it was hard to get through the first game. Mm. So my recommendation is, if you want to do it, um, go and do it on on uh just skip right to mass effect 2 because in mass effect 2 when you start it if you don't have a save game from number one it's going to like let you make some choices to kind of fill in the blanks of what happened in the first game and and the second game is modern enough where it doesn't feel so old where you can still get into it and have a good time with it it's it's like that first one you have to have that nostalgia connection to it i think to be able to jump back in okay no, I might uh, give that one a wee. Have you go? What was your other one? Uh, fi- the Final Fantasy series. So Final Fantasy three, back when I was a kid, was was a big game in my life. I spent a lot of hours on that. But then as a teenager, Final Fantasy seven and Final Fantasy ten. I think final of of the whole series, Final Fantasy ten was probably the only other game in my life that I dedicated so much time to. Besides, like, um, besides Mass Effect on a console. I I played it through three times and and the first time I played it through same thing like it was this 
I don't know if you guys have ever played it uh, or if you're going to, but like the end is this massive twist where you have this whole story, this love story building. You have this whole like trying to beat the man and and beat the odds and save your love. And then and then what's crazy is at the end of the game, you find out that you were never real, like you were a dream. Like the whole the whole story that you just fought for. It was a girl's dream. And so it like it it takes you on this amazing roller coaster of like oh my god I'm fighting for all this and then and then none of it's real ha 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 and so it was a it was a pretty cool um, another another great experience I think where where a movie or some other media could never get across the same level of depth and and connection I think that I got from that. I mean, and that's the thing. I I get more from games as folks. Oh yeah, I've watched this film for an hour. You've just sat about and played a game. But when you get so into a game and so involved, and it's it's that whole you've got the connection with it because you've spent so much time and you've been down that hole with it. Yeah, I think yeah, one of the final fantasy stuff you were saying there. I've got a few mates that have played it and a couple of flatmates I I used to stay with played it religiously, and I never ever got into it. But I never get into it. Because when they were playing it, they were playing like six, seven, eight, nine type of thing. They were playing the later ones. So I was always a bit like, I don't really know what the story is here. So I just couldn't get on board with it. It's the same as that you can't jump into the middle of a TV season. Yeah. But yeah. I think in fact, it's one of the games, if you play it, you'll love it. It's absolutely there. And I think you're right with what you said there, Mark, as well. I went to play uh, GTA last night. And don't get me wrong, uh, the Xbox group that we've got online has got me, my love for GTA back up. Still not played it online with everybody, but I've never really played it online. I uh, used to play as a single player and roll yep. about in it for hours. Went to play my Xbox last night. I had 10 minutes. I thought, I'll just play something. Loaded up GTA and thought, I can't play this for 10 minutes because this is going to soak up two hours of my life easily. Yeah. See, yeah. I mean, I've been GTA since like the first one. So a wee bit of random pop trivia. The first, the studio who created it are literally, what, 25 miles from my house? Yeah, they are. Awesome. So I, remember, I remember the first one, top down, top in the down. UK. That's yep. it. Yep. yep. Top down, driving about. Particularly, yep. if you got a line of people who wore a certain orange outfit, not not yep. prison people or anything, but a certain other religious group got them over. You got bonus points and everything else. It was yeah. a crazy game. Do you guys remember when Grand Theft Auto Three? came on the scene how it, how yes. changing it was for every game going forward like that how it set the scene for a whole new like i think it was the uh, what's the word i'm looking for um uh a generation it, a new yes. generation happened because of grand theft auto's innovation it oh, was crazy though when you when it first went into you sitting in the car and being able to drive it like that and drive around the streets it was like this is weird yeah i don't oh, yeah. this is cool but i don't know if i like it and it also took a lot because because of the gameplay and the content within the gameplay, it was dismissed for so long that folk were just like, mm, yeah, it's it's not the future, it's not the way it's going to be. And then everything started coming out. Like I remember there was a game, Mafia, that came out around mm-hmm. the same time. That oh was my just God, like I love Mafia. Copy. Yeah, it was just like a total copy of it. Yep. I, I was playing Mafia 3 the other day. They, they're still making the series, and it's still pretty really? good. Oh, I, I love that one as well. Um, but yeah, oh, no Grand Theft Auto games. Just from the from the very first one, where you're walking along and you're shooting little white blobs, yep. that you know exactly what it's doing. You're go. Oh, I was just honestly. What's what's can, your guys' favorite Grand Theft Auto? If you had to pick one, 
San Andreas was it really good. It has to be San Andreas. I think for me, just that whole, it was a soundtrack. Soundtrack in San Andreas was fantastic. Yes, absolutely. I, I, remember, I remember downloading that and burning on the CD and listening to it in the car as I was Hell driving yeah. about, yeah. <laughs> the whole awesome. radio clips, everything, the whole part of it, like thinking you are in Grand Theft Auto, driving yeah. at 30 mile an hour, taking the corners carefully, not going to the north side of the road, obviously. <laughs> I, I got to go with Vice City, man. I think the the Tommy Versetti, uh, Ray Liotta did an amazing job as, oh, yeah. as Tommy Versetti. I think that that like, whole Scarface ending where you take over the drug lord's house and do your Scarface showdown scene, <laughs> like that shit is epic. <laughs> They're all awesome. Like the... <sighs> I always remember looking at the maps of it and thinking, the maps are huge. Why would you ever play yeah. a game that big? Like, people that play Warcraft and stuff, man, you're flying for hours. Yeah, you would just drive for hours and, yeah. and, and Grand Theft Auto. Actually, I seen a thing the other day, and I hadn't really thought about it, and one of the, the heists that you have in Grand Theft Auto now, where <laughs> you're miles away from one of the casino jobs or something like that, where people don't want to drive. So the guy that owns the arcade, there was a whole clip for about 10 minutes, people getting out of the car, in the car and out of the car, so the passenger had to come from the driver and stuff, and they just all kept getting out. I was like, I'd have just walked. I'd have went out, I'd have shot them or something, I'd have given up. Yeah. But that's One the best thing. part of GTA Five is like the chaos of other people. Yeah. Now, the one thing I can remember is if on three, so on three, there's actually there's two kind of like local spoilers. It's got the fourth road bridge, which is like a big bridge in Edinburgh, but it's also got a sign, Welcome to the City of Discovery, <laughs> which is Dundee. And honestly, I went around that whole map and it took me about five days to find them, just going around trying to find it. And that was the first time there was like a, a map that was so big. You were just going over bridges, you were going everywhere. It was like the first huge game that I can remember. It was, oh, it was some game. I've, and to be fair, I've not picked up the, the... I know you guys are playing it quite often. I've not not picked up because I'm scared I'll go down the wormhole. Oh, GTA Five. Yeah. Oh, dude, you haven't played it? I've got it installed. I've, oh, did I've done single-player... See... I kind of, I used to get really fucked off when I couldn't do a mission and went like just postal. And I think I'm the same as you on this game. Folk. I've not really completed that either. Like I really know that I need to do it, but John and a few other people are now playing it online and always I'm like, I want to start playing this, but the time zone thing becomes an absolute killer for it. I'm going to bed so, and John's getting up to play. <laughs> well, and that's why we need to jump on on the weekends, right? So like mm. uh, tomorrow, right, I can be playing at this time, which for you, it's like, what, five o'clock or almost yep. six o'clock yeah, or yeah. something? Five. Right? And so tomorrow and the next day are our big opportunities because like I have nothing going on. I could be gaming all day. And so I know on the weeknights, it's definitely rough. I'm starting at five or, you know, three and it's midnight for you guys. Yeah. To be fair as well, my other problem I had was I had the Xbox on our main telly in the in the, the dining room or the sitting room even, sorry. And mm-hmm. that's like the four K TV, et cetera, et cetera. But that's obviously where we sit and watch T V so I didn't really want to command that all the time. So I pulled it out from there the other day and it's now through in the dining room on the, the old plasma. So I've moved it so that I can actually spend some quality time playing. 
Sweet. Yeah, that's a good idea. So that's that's what I had to do. It was funny because I had one big 65 inch TV, right? And uh, and I was dominating that all the time. And so now since I've been streaming and stuff, I moved everything over to my desk. So the Xbox just hooks up to one of my monitors. And so when it's gaming time, I just changed the monitor over from PC to Xbox and I game through that. So now I went, I downgraded from a 65 inch to a 24 inch. <laughs> so some people argue that if you're gaming though, especially for like modern warfare and different stuff, that a smaller TV or a smaller screen's better because you see more. Yeah. Movement. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess so. I don't know. I love the feeling of that big screen in front of me, like where where when I'm playing Call of Duty, the gun is like life size because it's because like, <laughs> the screen is so big. <laughs> So when it comes no, to streaming, actually, right, and that's something we've not spoke about, and that's something that's unique that you do, that me and Marks definitely don't do. Like, we're of no calibre to be streaming. Uh, I mean, I'll certainly come on somebody's Twitch streaming uh, if they want a little bit of cannon fodder, somebody to run across so they can find out where the enemy is. I'm your guy. Dude, you have been great at that. We've played a few games, and you've been an amazing decoy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have that down <laughs> to an absolute T, right? But streaming, how, what got you into streaming? Ah, um, I mean, just to be perfectly honest, I felt like I'm gaming anyways. Why not throw up a stream and try and connect with some people while I'm doing it? Um, you know, I mean, so much of my life is already public knowledge, right? My Twitter is a constant stream from my brain. YouTube every Monday, you get a glimpse into my life. What am I doing? What am I thinking? Where am I? And so I just figured, you know, if I'm doing this anyways, I might as well just throw this on and let some people come hang out and see if I can make it a thing. There's a lot of people who've made it a thing. And and I mean, if it can become if it could become something for me where where, you know, it's it's another hobby or stream or or a possibility of even becoming a career or something like I'm da- I'm I'm kind of in it for the journey to see where it goes. But what got me started was almost just a why not attitude. Yeah, I think it's streaming is cool. I, I, I've actually started watching over the past couple of weeks a lot of esports. <laughs> is that just because there's nothing else on? No, kind, kind, kind of, but like Jonas's son. So I, I have watched it. So there's a we've got a TV channel called Gen XE in the UK, which is just all it does is live stream esports. Cool. And it's some of the stuff you watch it and it's like mind blowing. Like I'm watching a forty year old African guy be a sixteen year old French guy at FIFA. It's like this is fucking brilliant. I love this. Yep. Yep. And, and it's, like and it's a it's a good fix right now, right? Because there's no sports. And so it's crazy. There's actually been a major uptake in esports since this whole thing has started like people are tuning in a lot more even myself like i never really watched esports even though i'm into streaming i have a few favorite streamers that i like to watch i've never got into the whole competitive esports scene but recently like i'm getting notifications in my email like from because now that i'm on twitch they send me stuff and it's like hey check out the call of duty world series or whatever and so i've been watching that like yesterday i watched i tuned into the semifinals like it's it's pretty amazing how and and the talent I, w- I want to say yeah. too like the talent of these kids that are putting I mean out astronomical talent like like crazy good gamers kids can do stuff with a controller that I couldn't even do with a keyboard and mouse man 
I was chatting about it so, last night, actually, and the way that sometimes you look at it and you think, did they get some sort of preferential server? Did they get, what have they got? Because there's just stuff they're pulling off. You're like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a random one. Uh, John, did you meet Jonas when you were over in Scotland? Uh, I Rap? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I know. I so, know Jonas. I've met Jonas many times. So his son is a professional gamer. He signed for a team in Germany last season. Really? What game? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I will oh, I'm gonna try and that find that out. That's cool. He moved to Germany last year, signed up. Um, it's like, that's amazing. He, he that's sits and plays ass. games. And I was like, that is, that is amazing. See, now, I think that is so cool. Like, I, I think there's two kinds of streamers that can make it, right? There's that kind where you're skilled and people want you to be part of their team and they want to sponsor you and they want you to be competitive and like, and, and you're going to make it that way. And then there's like the other route, which is the route I'm trying to go, <laughs> which I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm just trying to be entertaining and hang out and 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 be personable, right? I think those are kind of your two options in streaming. And I always have so much respect for these guys that are just dominating. And like, what a cool thing, right? I I remember being a kid and dreaming of that, like thinking, wouldn't it be the coolest thing in the world? to play games for a living and like and look at that like he's realizing that what a cool world we live in where where you can do that so i'm just having a wee look i found him um so i'm just trying to see what even team that is the response is sponsored by amd and one plus so oh. i mean you know so you know it's like a decent team um, sponsors yeah so bravado king bravado if you look on twitter or twitch I'm gonna. I'll give him a follow on Twitch after, just because. Yeah, um, no, I can't. I can't figure out what game it is, but I'll I mean, look, I'll look. regardless, regardless what game it is, that's that's impressive. It's super cool. It's, it's, um, it, even the fact that it's a career. That's the part. Of it, it's that's something that you have fun doing and you love doing that people will pay you for. Yep. Fuck yeah. Yep. But yeah, there is. You are right. There is the professional series. serious. Yeah, let, let's do this. Make some money. And there is the go on, have fun, and just fucking have a laugh. Yep. Have a laugh. Um, who's the one? Was there not the guy that fought Paul Logan? Um, I want to say KS1 or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. K- KRS1? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Isn't he a rapper? Well, no, because he started off as a gamer, did he not? Okay. I'm sure if it's the same guy, so... Oh, Paul, yeah, it was a guy, Paul Logan, again, some YouTube... KSI, person. Logan Paul. Logan Paul, I, yeah. yeah. I can't stand that guy. KSI, know. that's it, KSI. KSI, okay. So he, was a, he started off as a gamer, and all he used to do was stream FIFA and Pro Evo. Um... And he was the whole, he was more of the sort of smack talking, I'm going to beat you because you're shite, sort yeah. of sort of thing. So, yeah, there are two routes and you can make money either. And way. he's now moved into like, as John said, I think he's now a rapper and stuff like that. So he's like a internet celebrity more than anything else now because he's got his YouTube channel, he's got his stream, he's got all that stuff and he uh, releases music. Isn't that wild? Like, you can just make a brand 
like of yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You can like the whole people tell you people on the internet are not always who they seem and stuff like that. And a hundred percent, that's what you can do. You can go and become a influencer or an internet celebrity or whatever you want to call it. But you can go and make something of nothing of yourself, just sitting talking. Yeah, I think I'm proof of that. I'm I'm trying. I'm a small version of that. I'm trying to make a big make myself into a big version of that. Like I said, I. I just want to get paid to talk, man. <laughs> doesn't matter the medium, doesn't matter where. I just want to, that's all I want to do. Now, so looking forward, you they have announced a new Xbox now, haven't they? Yes, yes. Series X. What thoughts on it? Getting it the release day or... Oh yeah, I'm gonna actually two of them. I'll probably pre-order two of them. Really? Because uh, I got I, I have five Xboxes, Xbox Ones in my house right now. A mix of like original consoles, S's and X's and all that. So I'll probably have to start with two of them for the two big screens. Ian, you going for day release? I don't actually know what I'm doing at the moment. I am toying with. So I'm moving house the next month or two, hopefully. And what I'm thinking is I'm going to build a gaming PC, get an actual gaming rig. And if I do that, I don't know if I'll Xbox much or not. I don't know what to do. I feel like you should get the Series X because it's pretty much a gaming PC. And then you'll be able to play with all of us in that ecosystem. <laughs> this, is the, the, and, this is exactly why, though, because I've got f- local friends here that are PC gamers. So there's some so, games that are cross 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 platform, but you yes. can't chat properly. You can't use Discord on Xbox so Live. You can put a keyboard and mouse in it, and and I I don't know too much, and I can't really say too much. But like, if you look at the current generation of what's happening already, like the PC and Xbox gaming world are colliding at a mm-hmm. pretty accelerated rate. And so yes. it is a prediction of mine with no evidence, mind you. Keep I, I do not have any insider info here. Just looking at the publicly available info and how the ecosystem is changing, I would imagine that like PC gaming as a pure play will will cease to be a thing because Xbox is like steadily, steadily moving cross into that area. Yeah. And if that parity comes, it's definitely a console because it's smaller, it's a little it's a little bit tidier, it can sit in the living room and not look like a PC rig. Because a PC yeah. rig, when you're doing that as mass, especially if you're going to go for water cooled and everything else, you it's a big unit that you've got. Yeah, yeah. My tower is like five times the size of a Series X box. Yeah. Good old water cooled and all that sort of thing. So we'll see what uh, happens. But no doubt, I'll buy an Xbox. I've bought every Xbox that's been released. So why break a tradition? <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be the same as well. I mean, I what am I saying? I've got. I actually just bought last week my daughter a One S, the white one, mm-hmm. for yeah. her room because her 360 was like totally dead. But nice. I've got the One X. The One X with a wee external hard drive sitting there. That's the same setup as me. Hell yeah. Same as me. So I had an S and I sold it when we done up the living room because I wanted a slightly smaller profile, which is obviously the X as well as the 4K. Yeah. Actually, I think at the point when I sold it, it wasn't even an S. I think it was just the original Xbox One. Yeah, so the One S, I'm trying to remember, 
the one actually looked different as well, didn't it? I'm trying to remember now. Xbox. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an Xbox One because I still had the box, and when I took it to the the game store, they were going to give me like they were going to give me full money for it and like two quid for the box. They were, they were gonna they were gonna like make you pay them five dollars to take your Xbox. Yeah, and then they had like <laughs> yeah. a little. There was this like little tiny tiny scratch on the bottom, which they meant it wasn't perfect. So they weren't <sighs> giving me. So they they were like, "Well, we're not giving you anything else." And I was like, "Right, cool. Well, give me my box back because the price you're giving me for it trading without a box is the same as with a uh, with uh, with that scratch. Is is much less than what you were going to give me. And if you've got the box, I know fine where you're going to sell it as being pristine in the box. I took the box, ripped it up and put it in the bin outside. Absolute wide off. <laughs> it was so petty doing it. <laughs> no, I See, I've got the PS4 Slim sitting out in my office as well. But that's more for using like the yoga app and stuff like that. And if I get bored of my lunch hour, I can kind of just turn around and have a little bit of a a game. I don't. I've got the console, but I don't see it as a games console. If that makes sense, it's more a media machine than anything else. Would you recommend the PlayStation, PlayStation Four? Yeah, the PlayStation. Yeah, it's just it's got it's got Netflix. It's got the WWE app. It's got yoga. So it's got the little camera and stuff. Ah, yeah, I know, but I'm meaning I've got this out here. Yeah, just, set up. But I don't. If I was going to play a game, I'd probably go into the house and play it on the on the Xbox and play it out here. I think I'm just used to the controllers now. That's probably it more than anything. Familiarity with the controller. I've just Those never been PlayStation. PlayStation controllers. Yeah, I've just never been PlayStation since PlayStation Two. Yep, same. I think I've had I've had one of each right the way through. So like PS One, Xbox. Two, three, sixty, and all that. So I've I've always had both, but I think it was mainly so that I could. A lot of my friends were on PS3s and PS4s mm. when they first came out as well. So playing FIFA and stuff like that, I wanted to play against them because I like to brag a little bit when I'm when in. Because I wanted a PlayStation. I still would buy a PlayStation for games like Uncharted and stuff like that. That are the expo- the PlayStation exclusives. Dude, that that was a great game, and that's why I would buy a PlayStation for Uncharted Four. But I just don't think it's worth 250 quid or 300 quid for that game. Well, same for me. Like, because I, I keep getting turned on a little bit by the PSVR. I, uh, I mm. see all that happening and I tested that out one time. And to be honest, like, it's pretty damn cool. And that's one edge that I feel like the PlayStation, like, the only edge in my mind that PlayStation has over Xbox is that VR connectivity. Cause I really like VR, I like the immersiveness of it. And, and having it built into some of like the big games, you know, right off the bat was yeah. was pretty rad. But I mean, same thing, right? Am I going to spend four hundred on a PlayStation Four Pro and then another four hundred on the PSVR and then you know another two hundred on four games for it and drop a thousand bucks to have that experience? No, probably not. It's just not worth it. No, nah, not unless I have a windfall somewhere in it. I can write it off somehow, but yeah, yeah. I, I just can't justify that money for that. But yeah, you've got five Xboxes. But yo, I'm going to get myself five Xboxes, absolutely, because you know those those are those. That's different. They're like 150 bucks each, and it's and, the same, and because it's shared content, right? And it's it's shared content, and and I mean, I get 
because of my employment, I get games for very cheap and I get live for very cheap and I get game pass for myself for free. And, and like, so it's, it's a pretty sweet deal that, you know, inside of that ecosystem for me. And I mean, now the Xboxes are all so cheap, like the, the, the one S I think they're 150 bucks now. And then yeah. the one X's came down to what? two ninety nine. And I'm pretty sure I'm thinking I don't know yet, but I'm thinking the Series X will uh, probably be about four ninety nine. I'm assuming on launch day. Yeah, that's what I was expecting about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, four ninety nine dollars. We have to have to pay four ninety nine pounds for it. It's a bit of a shaft. Oh that yeah, that does that is a shaft. Damn. The thing that annoys me with Xbox, and I suppose PlayStation is probably the same. When you buy a game, so I buy digital games. Hence why the hard drive plugged in. I, I can't be bored with discs and changing them same, and scratching a disc same. and stuff. But digital games cost more than buying a physical disc. Does it? Which, yeah, which I find, well, it, it does for us, right? Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. It's crazy. Oh. I can go and buy a game for like 20, 30 pounds, but to buy it as a digital and like 40 quid. Yeah, what was it that came out? Remember, there's a game that we were looking at, and I. We we bought it. There's a game that I bought and basically never played it at Red all. Red Dead Redemption. Was that what it was? I it was paid, 40 quid. I paid 80 quid for that. I've never put oh any god. time in it. You haven't played it? No. Oh my god. That's okay. So I've played it, but if you actually look at the hours I put in, I think you'd be lucky if I put five hours into that game. This is the second one, though, not the first one. The second one, yeah. yeah. Dude, that's a masterpiece. That is a fucking phenomenal game. And uh, if you guys want to play that online, we can play that online too because I'm super rich in there. I have everything and I can help you make money. <laughs> uh, it's the same as GTA. If we play GTA online together, you're going to be amazed. I've uh, The hours I have put in, I am super rich in that game too. I have everything. You sound like a pimp. <laughs> I'll show I you am, the way, wee man. I'll yeah, show you on, the way. Come, on, come under my wing and I'll teach you I'll teach you the criminal ways of GTA yeah. and how to make the money the best way. Exactly. I'm just I'm thinking I'm gonna log into GTA and John's gonna be there in his purple velvet suit as we feather in his cap, <laughs> singing some Snoop Dogg songs in the background. This is gonna be fantastic. Uh, I'm gonna pull up in my chrome jet, actually. Oh, brilliant. I think I've got a million. I've got a million in GTA, but it's purely because I logged in over like two weekends ago or something like that. Oh yeah, when they did the bonus money. Yeah. Hell yeah. I logged in purely because I knew I would get that money. I don't know what to do with it, but I remember I've got it. Well, the only thing you can do is, I mean, do what everyone does: buy yourself another car. (laughs) 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 So, is there like DL? That money is that used for dlc or is that just no so that's in-game currency so so okay uh you haven't played grand theft auto online right not online no you can buy as far as i understand right correct me where i go wrong here and this is probably within the three settings you can use the money to buy like your apartment and your apartment becomes your base it's got your garage and your cars and stuff in it that's about all i know so that's one thing you can do. Yep. You can, and then you can buy clothes, you can buy new guns, you can buy um, like other properties, which 
our businesses. And so then you buy like, you know, for instance, I own a motorcycle club and because I own a motorcycle club, I can then own drug businesses. So I have a cocaine, meth, weed and counterfeit cash business, which are connected to the MC. And so you can buy those properties. And once you buy those properties, then you can start production and do missions to like get supplies and then supplies turn into product and then you can go and sell the product and make more money to buy other things and and the cycle continues on it's it's a it's an mmo in gta form so basically i could be walter white without going to jail yeah yeah i i, I that's yeah i do that all the time it's fun <laughs> right so when we gta in it then lads uh, I mean, is the podcast over? We could go now. <laughs> right, guys, that's us wrapped up for today. Thanks very much for joining us in the last 56 minutes on the podcast. We're away to get our weekend freak on and GTA. Tune in next week. Thanks. Was that you actually wrapping it up there? Right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know if we were continuing. Should we? Not? Yeah, I don't know. I started there. I'm like, I don't know how. I don't know how just to cut this off without actually finishing. <laughs> so, so that we're we're not allowed out. I am going into the house to cook some crystal meth on a on the PlayStation on some, the Xbox. Some so virtual crystal. Yeah. Cr- virtual. Oh, I can't even speak. That's Jim's that's obviously you, went in my head, right? You've wrapped up the podcast. You've fucked off by now. <laughs> oh, wait. Ian's back. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was up there trying to cook up and no one was here watching out for me. Uh, don't get high on your own supply, I think is what we're just going to say here. <laughs> that's right. That's a great lesson. So what are, is there any games that are coming out in the next few months that you've got your eye on that you're thinking, yep, that's that's going to be my game? Oh, Cyberpunk. Have you guys Cyberpunk seen it Cyberpunk looks amazing. Yeah. The the trailer for that looks absolutely amazing. I hope it's not a letdown. You know, the trailer was hype. Their release was hype. There's a ton of hype. Like, I hope that it's not a letdown. It looks amazing. Like, I'm I'm excited for it. I hope it's not a letdown. Because, like, Watch Dogs, I think it was. Was it Watch Dogs? Yeah. I was excited for Watch Dogs, and that was, a, that was kind of a letdown. Oh, yeah. And then, um, what was the other one too? There was another game that they hyped so hard. I can't remember the name of it right now. Uh, the hacker one where you're hacking the city. Is that Watch Dogs? Sure, that's Watch Dogs. Um, I think that is Watch Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one. It just, I, I was so hyped for that game for like two years following its development. I bought it. I played it. It was like, oh no. Yeah. As Watch Dogs is the base in Chicago following yeah. the hacker. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I think that's the big one for me. Uh, obviously, also GTA Six, right? We have we've been on GTA Five for can you believe this? Seven years now. They have milked that cash cow, haven't they? Dude, they just made another billion dollars last year. A billion on that game. A billion. Jeez, it's ridiculous. Like the because people are buying content, buying stuff for it, and things like that. The money they're making off that is crazy. Well, and they sell in-game money, and so if you don't want to do hard work and you just want to spend your real money to be successful in the game, you can do that. <laughs> right. So I'm going to just when you mentioned that Watchdogs there. Did anyone ever play Uplink? No, I never did. 
So Uplink was, I mean, so, right, let me go back and find this, right? Uplink came out October 2001. So it was a UK publisher, so it maybe never even made it as far as the States. But you were basically a hacker. And you just got your terminal consoles and oh, it was it was weird. It was like it was like the film Hackers and Swordfish all rolled in together. It was oh it was just a crazy little game. But just I thought that kind of reminded me of it. As that little tangent went. So Cyberpunk two thousand seventy seven is the one that we're waiting for then. Yeah. Have you seen any of the video or the trailer for it? Any of the Keanu Reeves PR or anything that he's done for it? No, I'm oh, dude, just messed out. Spend, give your, just go spend the next, you know, fifteen twenty minutes. Watch, watch the E three last year announcement or whatever it was, the Xbox event announcement of it, where Keanu wow. comes on stage. Watch the trailer. Uh, you know, it's 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 fifteen minutes and it's well worth it. It'll you'll get hype about it. Yep. Yeah, and, and, I'm just and if it doesn't deliver, there'll be there'll be a, a lot a genuine lockdown in the streets. <laughs> it's unprecedented times if that doesn't deliver I mean that does I mean just looking at it it looks very Gotham City yeah 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 oh, do, do you need to look at the video and listen to it and listen to the talk and everything he does around it just honestly spend the time and then we can and then catch up with later it's, it's well worth it Cyberpunk E3 right cool I find yeah. it that is on my on my list there's some weird things came up on my uh sponsored bits on google relating to that though um you can get yourself a cyberpunk cyberpunk club xx black wrap top in a medium oh in a medium so i can put it on a child yeah it can look like a boob tube on us (laughs) (laughs) oh man i'll use it as a sweat mop or something it does look good i mean looking at the trailer was the trailer E3 2018, so it's been quite a while oh, then. Wow, maybe it was. Yeah, June 10th of June 2018 was the original E3 trailer. There was oh, a second wow. E3 trailer, a cinematic trailer in 2019, which Watch is the, the cinematic one. one. Watch the Keanu yeah, Reeves one. Yeah, the Keanu yeah. one. Cool, that, that'll be mine. So, that, so that's the one we're looking for. Anything else coming out, or is that just the big one? Uh, you know, actually, I, I'm looking at out for the next big VR game. Uh, I have a I have a VR headset that I, I like to use on the PC. I've been I played the shit out of Beat Saber. Uh, I, I got to figure out how to put myself on my stream to to show people Beat Saber. If you guys have not seen it, definitely Google that, YouTube that Beat Sabers. Are, it's basically guitar hero with yeah, guitar hero with lightsabers, where you're like slicing slicing blocks in certain directions to the rhythm of the music. It's badass. And uh, now I got this Half-Life Alex, so I'm pretty excited to check that out. But I'm 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 looking for like that groundbreaking thing, right? That game that everybody hears about, right? Where it hasn't happened yet for VR, and I don't know what its title is because it's not out yet. But if you guys are if anyone out there listening is tracking something cool for VR, would love to have it put on my radar. How do you feel with the motion sickness and stuff with VR? I remember VR way, 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 way back in the day. And I'm talking like it was probably Doom VR or Quake or something like that, and I felt so sick. Um, you know, it's funny. My fiance, she'll put on the mask and she'll get motion sick, and and my daughter will put on the mask, and after a while, she'll get motion sick. Um, 
but myself, I've only experienced it one time. And I find that as soon as I'm feeling it, if I just stand up, like it's most of the time I'll be sitting down when I feel it. Um, if I'm standing up, if my feet are on the ground, uh, oftentimes it's not a problem for me. But I, it's funny because it's different for everybody because the advice mm. of most people is if you're feeling motion sick, sit down. Because the, the what's happening is your mind is seeing you move, but it knows that your feet should be moving when you're standing yeah, up. Yeah, the equilibrium goes off. Yeah, whereas when you're seated, the equilibrium is a little bit more flexible. It, it allows you that. But for me, it seems to be the opposite. If I'm feeling it, I'll just stand up, which grounds me for some reason. Don't get me wrong. I do really fancy, you know, the VR that you see, but it's like a Call of Duty style game, and they've got it. It's a, a VR helmet. They've got like a paintball marker or a yeah, a paintball or a BB gun type thing in their hand, and the floor has got tro- rollers on it. I think that yep. stuff looks really, really cool. But that's how you move forward as you run, you crouch, you do all that. That would be amazing. Totally, that'd be some setup to try. I'm, I'm right, excited so, for the future of VR, man. I think it's a cool thing. All those setups are are pretty rad, but even just the ability to get transported to different places from your chair at home is pretty wild now. It's it's you know the the quality and depth is not that great. Like it's all 720 and 1080 at best. Once they start making it 4K in VR, it's going to be outrageous. Mm. Oh, I'd love a Resident Evil VR game. Oof. Oh man, that would be in horrendous. 4K. That would be horrendous. Dude, that would be scary. That would be. I remember even cool. playing like one of the Resident Evils. Don't know which one, but with headphones on, with noise canceling headphones, oh, and then somebody comes yeah. just touching you, <laughs> and you're like, Dude, "That was ridiculous!" And it's in a it's in a room that's fully lit, and there's like folks sitting about, like people sitting about, but just that playing it, and then you're like, "Gee, that's horrible! That's that's horrible!" The thing that I used to get was I used to play games like late at night, so I'd be in my room, all the lights off, curtains shut, headphones on, so I wouldn't like have too much noise. My mum would come into the room and tap me on the shoulder when it was pitch black. <laughs> fuck did that? Fuck was I hitting the roof? So just to round us out, John, I'm going to put some names, and I want a one-word answer on that game. Okay. Word association style. So we will start off with Tetris. Challenging. Minecraft. Groundbreaking. Really? I mean, are you just picking random words or do they actually have an association no. to what you're being told here? You didn't so, get that pun? Come on. That was a great pun. Oh, one. that is Jeez. actually a good pun. Jeez. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I was like, uh, it, that's why it took me a while. I'm thinking, really? Suck up punch is absolutely there. <laughs> uh, Zelda. Oh, love. Never played Zelda. Or I have played Zelda, never really got into it. Yeah, the Ocarina of Time. It's It was definitely one of my top games. I didn't mention the series, but Zelda was like my number three. The Ocarina of Time is a like my childhood. I Some of the toughest times of my childhood were one of the ugliest seasons of my life. That game, that game got me through it. Nice. Right, two more. GoldenEye 007. Oh, my very... Uh, okay, one word. Um, multiplayer. Yep. The golden gun. So fucking good. See when you got the golden gun in that? That was amazing. Dude, me and my uncle and and his wife and and a couple of their friends, they 
we would all play GoldenEye four player all the time. I'd go sleep over my uncle's house and and he'd let me come and hang out with the adults and game with them. And it was funny because I'd whip their ass all the time. <laughs> and, uh, and so, man, but I just remember two on two in GoldenEye. That's, that was some fun stuff. No, that was the one thing I was, yeah, so I never had a, any Nintendo or like an N64 or anything like that. So I missed out on all the good wrestling games and everything. But that was the one thing when I went to my friends playing Goldeneye. That was <laughs> So last one then. Controversial one. Fortnite. Uh, the daughter, the one word I have is daughter. Uh, it's, it's my daughter's favorite game. She's she's really right. good at it. She she loves it a ton. Um, I am not a fan. I've tried to get into it a lot of times, but I think I'm too old. My mind cannot process building things and shooting people at the same time. I just yeah, that's what I struggle one or with the that other. Game. Like Call of Duty, you see me in Call of Duty, right? Shooting people, I'll I'll rack up ten kills. That's not a problem. But ask me now to build my shelter while fighting them while running away run. while you're jumping up in this tower, getting higher, and they're shooting it underneath you from under your what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. The game's crazy. Yeah, that was just a little bit of word association there. I like that. That's fun. There's a, now that I've clicked on something else, I'm like, there's a few other ones. Right, let's go with two more, right? Yeah. World of Warcraft. Time sync. Did you ever get into it? I, I did. I... I uh, I can. I, I typically will not allow myself ever again to play an MMO on the PC uh, because World of Warcraft and Lineage Two are two games that took far too much of my life. <laughs> yeah, I never, never even got to the point of installing World of Warcraft. I think had I just been sucked in it. Yeah, never that, played it just, for that same reason. Yeah. So here's a game that I totally forgot about and absolutely loved. Silent Hill. Oh, scary. It was. I remember being a kid and just being freaked out, man. The fog, the noise. Anytime yeah, the like, radio static oh, came on. Yeah. You're like, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that game. Did any of you ever play a game called Fatal Frame? I did not. Nope. So Fatal Frame was a bit weird. It was a bit like Silent Hill, but you were... You were a, a photographer, and you could only take the pictures. You couldn't see the ghosts or hear the ghosts. They only appeared when you took a picture of them. Wow. So it was a Japanese one, and it was like redubbed for for the UK and US markets. Um, it's actually based on the same guys that created Silent Hill. Um, it was called Zero in Japan. Yeah. Zero in Japan. Oh, I've heard of them. oh, yeah, I've heard of them for sure. Um, it was really, really creepy. Man. But, yeah, it was, yeah, Silent Hill with the fog and walking around the streets. That was just, like, really, really weird. So, yeah, there you go. Word association done. Love it. Awesome. So, do you want to give everyone your Twitch stream gamer tags, stuff like that, so they can find yeah. you? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Twitch dot tv slash john j levesque l-e-v-e-s-q-u-e same as my twitter same as my instagram tried to make it easy for you to find me uh if you if you have me on any of those you can you can find me on the others very easily amazing right thank you very very much for coming on and 
we will be online playing some Grand Theft Auto and cooking some crystal meth in the next half an hour. That sounds amazing. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It was great. Thanks very Cheers, much. Cheers. Thanks very much. Cheers, y'all. Bye. Bye.